Welcome to Postscript. My name is Dave. Uh, I'm one of the pastors here at Compass Point, and with me again today is Lead Pastor Paul Eastwood. Hey, how you doing, Paul? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm yeah, doing good. that was a, that was a nice big ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there. you know. Yeah, so we have been in this series called Rethinking Membership. Um, yeah, and it has been it has been really fun. I have really enjoyed actually watching you unpack this stuff and watching you learn about this yeah. stuff and wrestle with it. Oh yeah, uh, and I think it's come out in your sermons. I think it, it's been challenging. It's been interesting. Um, but I think there's lots to talk about today. Sure. They're probably too much, but it is, it's blowing my mind in so many ways. And, and like you said, it, it, it has been a, a journey for me. And I think that what I love about preaching is that I get to explore right along with you all <laughs> who are listening. And, and I think that, that this whole process of learning, if we do the church thing well, what we would do is we would encourage each other, ask questions, challenge each other you know, like the Bereans or like, you know, like, yeah. wait, does the Bible actually say that? Or, or what is, what does this actually mean? Or whatever we, yeah. we need to challenge each other because this is not about someone having all of the answers. Yeah. I certainly don't. Yeah. Um, but this has been a really interesting exploration. And this is why we have postscript, right? Keep the conversation going, ask That's hard right. questions, wrestle with the answers. Um, yeah. and so we're going to, we're going to try to do that today. So why don't you give us a little recap from Sunday? You, you talked about the kingdom. You gave us this, this big analogy you were playing with. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, so, you know, really we're continuing the series uh, about membership and we're talking about what it means to join a church. And I think that, you know, this really becomes something that people are are completely bothered by because this idea of like joining something, we only join something when it gives us something in return. What's mm -hmm. in it for me, right? Yeah. Is the question we yeah. ask before we join anything, right? Someone mm -hmm. wants me to get a club card or gas card or whatever it is, you know, are you a member? I, I get that question a lot. Mm -hmm. The only things that I am a member of are things that are going to give me some kind of benefit. Right. And so this is so countercultural when we talk about the church, because it's not about that. It's not about our perks and our privileges. It's about something different. Mm. And what I tried to outline on Sunday was that there's this big story of God that's unfolding through the Bible. And there's this picture of like, of heaven and the kingdom of heaven and the, and sort of crashing into earth as Jesus comes. And there's this really amazing way that Jesus starts to connect these two kind of back to the garden, mm. you know, where heaven and earth are together. Mm. And then in the midst of all of this, you know, the question becomes who on earth has the authority to identify and speak for the kingdom of heaven. Right. And that's a big question because I think if, if it is true, if you're listening to this and you're not a follower of Jesus, if it is true that there is a, a kingdom of heaven, you know, with, with God and a, a plan and a purpose and all of these kinds of things, you would want to know who is the authority to mm -hmm. speak on yeah. that. And, and I think we don't talk about that a lot because we don't like the idea of authority. We don't like right. the idea of exclusivity. And so some of these things become, you know, very difficult and challenging for us to talk about, but it's worth talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I, there's so many kind of uh, interesting and, and probably valid pushbacks against this. And you and I've spent some time talking about these, like, like, and I, you, so you use the analogy on Sunday of the, um, <clears throat> The church uh, the is embassy. an embassy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so the embassy that that issues passports. So yeah. to be a citizen, like we we don't yeah. we don't tell you whether or not you're a citizen necessarily. Like joining the citizen. Yeah. Uh, as a citizen of the kingdom means accepting Jesus means following Jesus. But yeah. you rightly pointed out a lot of people who would consider themselves in that category. Right. 
and a lot of people who don't kind of opt in to signing up for the passport, becoming a member. Right. Which which immediately makes people go like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying like I am not doing it right if I'm not a member? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good question. And I would say it's not like I would say, yeah, I mean, am I not doing it? Like it's a it's a very good question because I think I would I would answer that probably um a little bit yes, a little bit no. Like, you know, clearly, you know, we don't make Christians. Yep. The church doesn't make Christians. Mm -hmm. But what I'm arguing is that the church has been called to identify Christians. Mm -hmm. And that's where membership starts to kind of come in, right? So, you know, am I doing it correctly without being connected to a church? In a sense, I would say yes, you know, that's okay. That's not, it's not a, um, but, but ultimately, you know, in order to grow and mature and all of those kinds of things, you know, not just attending a church when it's good for us, but actually committing ourselves to a people and a gathering, a local church is, is crucial. Mm. Um, yeah. And, but that identifying part gets tricky because that's where we've seen it go wrong. Right. Yeah. It's like you want, so are you saying Paul that you're going to identify if I'm a Christian or not? And it's like, no, not exactly. It's the church that does that. But, and we do that in community. But if you think of the alternative, what is the alternative? That we all just get to decide like, you know, yeah, I'm a follower of Jesus. Follow me. I'm yeah. the way to, to really see what it means to follow Jesus. And it's kind of like, well, I don't want any one person doing that, right? That's why God used uh, a gathering. Yeah. And it is like the history of humanity has been this like combination of autonomy and community. Um, and I, I think we, we live at a time where autonomy is really highly valued, right? Like we, we view our, uh, our system of governments as, as, as much as it's imperfect, we would say democracy is a better system than yeah. uh, other, other options out there, a dictatorship. Um, mm -hmm. And and yet the kingdom of God is a benevolent dictatorship, right? Like, right. And, and, you know, tech, like we don't we don't get a picture in Revelation of like joining the kingdom of God and getting to like vote on things. Like, no, no, we follow Jesus as Lord, as right. King, right. as these words that we don't use in our political world anymore. Right. But the church um, is not king. No, the church is not king. Right. Jesus is king. Yeah. And 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 you know, as Lord, that's where we that's where we put our allegiance in right. terms of that benevolent dictatorship that you're talking about. So, so then we're, we're put in this place where you're saying like, we should, we should sign up to submit to the local church, but like only under the rulership of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, what do we do when that goes wrong? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's lots of times we just got to get out, <laughs> you okay. know, like, um, and I think that part of the, so it's voluntary submission to one another, I mm -hmm. think in the sense that 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 attitude of submission is the attitude of Christ as talked about in Philippians chapter two, yeah. right? This whole idea of submitting to, to, um, to others actually puts us, it paints a better picture of who Jesus is. Yeah. And so, um, there's actually lots of language in the Bible about submitting to one another in relationships. Mm. Sometimes that can get a little tricky. We don't really want oh, to yeah. get down, go down that road, but there is something about submitting it even, okay, let's make it a, an, an easier topic to talk about there's a conversation about submitting to government, right? Is government always right? No. no. But should we submit to government? Yes. And no, I mean, to a point. Yeah. Yes. But, but more submission than the point, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And sense mm -hmm. more, more that than the exception. Cause I right. think sometimes we're like, Oh, well, this is a moment where I need to back out. It's like, actually, no submitting even to someone who is not correct is actually a good demonstration of, you know, who Jesus is right. and was, but, here, I want to make sure I say this is that 
is that especially when it comes to the 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 church as it's gathered you know there are times where you have to ask good questions in appropriate ways and you have to love people around you and um you know lovingly come alongside people and ask questions and challenge and all that stuff including mm. your leaders yeah. and if you feel like you know this is certainly outside of what the kingdom of God should look like, then you need to go and and you need yeah. to leave. And in fact, if the church is not doing this well, leaving, I mean, this is another, you know, big kind of question and, and maybe we can get into that too. But, but, you know, if you leave and, and just simply go and find someone who agrees with you, you know, it, it, we have to start questioning what's, what's exactly going on there. Right. But, you know, so th- there's two sides to it. Yeah, and I, it is worth noting. Like I think, uh, at different times in human history, the the impulses of of culture of the world around us have been different. So, like you you look at the Reformation, um, where you know started by someone standing up and and challenging the authority and kind of the like unending authority of the church in a way that was unheard of and really shocking and kind of individual autonomy was just becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really good. Now we live in a world that's actually very different than that because we practice so much individual autonomy. So I think part of what you're pushing us to, like there, we have to hold these things in tension, but our default as people because of the world we live in is towards autonomy. And what we need to start looking towards is, is commitment and community, Yeah, which is tricky. It's hard it's, and it's, it feels unnatural for us. Yeah, because I think, I think we like to talk about freedom in the church, yeah. especially as reformers, like, you know, through yeah. the Reformation, it's all this kind of freedom in Christ, which is very much true. But if you look at Romans, like we did a study in Romans last, and, mm. and actually we are going to be doing a new uh, series through the summer that we definitely want you to sign up for and, yes. and listen to. We're going to walk through the book of Isaiah together, which will be a lot of fun. But if we look back, when we talked about Romans, we are free but we are free to be slaves to righteousness. Right. We are we we actually attach ourselves as um, servants to Christ, mm-hmm. as slaves to righteousness. That's not the kind of language that we like to to talk about. The best thing we can do with our freedom is commit, right? Which is like so it it feels like the opposite of freedom in a weird way, right? Because yeah. freedom is like no, no, I can I can still choose to do what I want, and and yes, but so okay, so there's this wild tension in this, yeah. Um, so what, what are we calling people to in, in this, in, in our context, in our, our place? Let's, I mean, we've been talking kind of big picture about the church, but yep. let's talk about Compass Point for a second. Yeah. Um, are, are you calling more people into membership? Are you saying, hey, we would love you to step up and join as members? Yeah. In one sense, I, I would say I am. I think that more people choosing to, you know, commit to this local gathering would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. But what I would say is that there's, there is a big difference between um, asking people to uh, to unify around very specific ideas or, or um, theological concepts. Mm-hmm. I think that where it's, and, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but here's, here's what I'm thinking. Where we've seen this kind of um, this kind of the uh, sort of authority in the church gone wrong yeah. is when authority has been about making everybody believe the same things. You need to think the same way. You need to believe the same things. These are you believe A B C D E and F. You're in. If you don't believe F, but you believe A B C D and E, you know you're you're not in. You have to believe it all. You have to get all these. You know, tick mm-hmm. all those boxes. And what I would say is that is that we don't unite around theological ideas. We unite around a person. 
so our focus is on the the goals and character of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And as we all focus on that same goal of getting to know who Jesus is, learning to live like him, you know, all the things we've been talking about. When we do that, we get closer to each other. Mm-hmm. But if we make, if we make uh, our membership focused on you need to believe A, B, C, D, and E, and F, mm-hmm. now you're centered around a piece of paper. You're not centered around Jesus. You're centered around a, a grouping of, of theological ideas. And so for me... Yes, there's there. Um, I think that we can we can uh, commit to each other certain behaviors and and you know those kinds of things, but I would say that this is not just about saying everybody here must believe exactly the same thing. Okay. So let me give you an example. Yeah. yeah. So in the Book of Acts, you got the Apostle Paul. Yeah. He has this moment on Damascus Road. Yeah. Eyes, you know, blah blah blah, all this stuff. He gets taken back to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. So now he shows up in Jerusalem. And he gets brought into the group of the guys, you know, the, the apostles, all these people who were with Jesus and who are, you're getting ready to launch the church, right? They're kind of putting things together. Paul comes along and they're like, no way, not this guy. Mm -hmm. Like he was persecuting. He was like killing Christians. Like, what are you talking about? And someone comes along and says, no, 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 he's, he's good. He's with us. And everyone's like, no, no way, man, no way. And so they bring him in and now you got the apostle Paul and you got Peter Peter is focused on the Jewish people, at least at the beginning. And you got the apostle Paul, who's kind of really focused on the Gentiles. Do you think they saw eye to eye on everything? No, No. but they were both committed to Jesus. Mm. That's what I'm trying to get at. So membership is, is less about having every single thing in our thought process kind of line up perfectly and more about centering around the goals and purposes of what Jesus wants to do in and through us. Right. And, and I don't, uh, I think you're, you're not saying we're throwing out our statement of faith or our covenant of membership or anything like that. Right. But, but you're saying these, these things exist in community and in conversation. Well, statement of faith would be simple yeah. and clear. Yeah. And to me, statement of faith is smaller, not bigger, but it, those are some things that are non-starters, right? There are certain things that the apostle Paul and Peter did agree on. They did agree that Jesus lived, died, rose again, you know, saved us. Like there are certain uh, foundational tenets to our faith that are important. And I'm not saying that we, we sort of balk on those or whatever. Yeah. But what I am saying is that there is room in that for people to have slightly different perspectives on some things. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So that, that makes good sense. Uh, and and I'm hearing that as an encouragement of like, Hey, if you've thought about membership as a, I need to believe all of these things perfectly and have all the answers. Like that's not what we're saying. No, our own. No. And, and we're, you know, we're going to talk about this and maybe this is not the time for this, but we're going to talk a little bit more about a covenant of membership and what that might be, but a covenant of membership are promises that you're making to each other. Mm -hmm. And, and yes, there are some common things that we are committing to, but they are actions, not, um, not beliefs necessarily. Uh So for example, I may believe something different than you, but what I'm, what I'm promising is that even where I disagree, I'm going to love you and treat you with respect. And we are going to be able to get along and not crucify each other or, or vilify each other because we have a different perspective on a specific thing. So that's my point is that there are things that we commit to, but it's less about everybody believes all of these things together, mm-hmm. this great big long list and more about, okay, what are, what are we focused on together? And so, and then all of those things kind of fall into place after that. Okay. Yeah. That makes, 
good sense. And you you wrote a little bit about membership and a little plug right now in our annual report, right? Yes. Uh, and I would encourage you if you're listening to this, um, man, we like talking about big ideas here, but I do think there's something really important about uh, that that report and the kind of reflection on you know what is what is God doing in this time in this place, right? Um, so yeah, you, you touch on a bit there. Um, what else from Sunday? What else do you want to get into? I know you've got yeah. a bunch of stuff. Well, I mean, you know, one of the things I think would be a good question, and I didn't really get into this on on Sunday so much. I mean, we could go way into this kingdom stuff. I yeah. thought there's so much more. If you if you want to do a little study, get your Bible out, look through the book of Matthew and watch where kingdom shows up, right? And how often and that how the kingdom of heaven is all described and everything. It's really, really fascinating. But the one thing that I think would be a good question to sort of think about is, you know, how do I know that my church is, you know, asking me to join and the church down the road is asking me to join? Why would I choose this church over that church? Yeah, or, that's a great question. You know, and, and I think, you know, for that, that um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that we should be thinking about, but certainly, you know, w- we should be looking for a place that is you know, willing to hear from us where our voices are heard. We we should be looking for a place where leadership has, you know, humility and has a perspective of, um, you know, uh, you know, a posture of, of submission. Um, we should be looking for um, a, a community that is not just focused inward, uh, not just focused on uh, ourselves or our own programs or our own path or, you know, those kinds of things. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, those would be some kind of starters for me if I was saying, okay, you know, if not this church, then where? Mm -hmm. Um, Those would be the kind of things I'd be thinking about. Okay. Yeah, that's that's super helpful. Um, And and what, like, what would you tell people who are are still on the fence, who are saying like, yeah, Yeah. I I get it. Like, I want to, I want to be part of a community. I want to join a small group. I want to attend regularly, but I'm not sure membership is for me. Yeah. Yeah. So what I would say, what I would say is I get it. And, and, you know, we've talked about this the whole time, you know, we've said over and over again, I, I am not saying that if you are here and you're listening to this, then you have to be a member of our church and you better do it or else you're living in sin. Right. What I am saying though, is that, is that part of growing and maturing and developing as a follower of Jesus means committing to a local gathering means mm. joining a group. Mm. Um, it's, 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 um, you know, the, the one uh, passage that I talked about with, you know, where two or three are gathered, you know, together in my name there, I'm with them. And, and so there's this picture of us, you know, officially saying I am part of this gathering yep. and I want to be identified as such. Right. And, and so, yeah, I would say that it's it's not for everybody right now, but it is, you know, whatever. The other side of this, I think some of you are listening to this and saying, this kind of weirds me out a little bit, right? Like yeah. it is so countercultural. We've already touched on that. You know, mm-hmm. you're asking me to 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 join up, to submit, to like, you know, it, that just sounds like a disaster. Like who gets to decide what I get to do, you know, mm-hmm. during the week? You know, who gets to decide um, you know, what's right and what's wrong for me. Like I should be able to decide that myself. So there's a cultural side to that, which I would say I'm okay pushing against mm. it. It may feel a bit uncomfortable, but I do believe that follow being a follower of Jesus involves submission in right. some way and, and sacrifice. Jesus said, you know, giving up our lives is the way to keep it. Yep. Um, you know, we have to carry our cross, die to ourselves, all of that kind of language. And so I think, I think the cultural side of it, I'm okay pushing against 
The flip side though, is that some of you have been hurt pretty badly in, yeah. um, in examples of this where it's gone really poorly, where people have had expectations of you. You know, I've heard of people who, you know, Hey, I didn't, I didn't wear a jacket at this church that I was growing up at, even though I still had a, a suit, a tie and shirt and tie. And I was, you know, told to go home and change so that I could, you know, wear, wear a jacket. Right. Like, um, some of that stuff can be deeply damaging and I get that. What I would, what I would say is we need to do a better job of being a community that is, um, that, is, that handles this with conviction, but also with compassion and, and, and clarity where we can care for one another, but also still hold to convictions that are important. And yeah. And you talked earlier about the story of Jesus. And as you were saying that, like kind of the big, the big story, um, and our communities, our churches, this church is, is an example of that. And I think you should be a member, but my, my hope and, and my belief actually would be that the story of Jesus is bigger than any of our hurts and not, not to minimize the hurts, Yeah. but like, if you have been hurt, maybe don't jump right back into membership, but yeah. like return to the story of Jesus Yeah. and find your hope in that because yeah. Jesus is Lord. Again, our churches aren't right. We're doing our best. Um, yeah. And your hurt is real. Uh, yeah. But, but I think there's space there for. Yeah, for for healing and recovery, and and hopefully coming back around. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Paul, we are out of time. Believe uh, it or not, is there anything else you wanna wanna say for this week? Well, I would just say that being part of any local church means that you are committed to making it better. Yeah. And sometimes that's going to mean that you have different opinions or disagreements. And I would say that. Um, I think that we need to hear those things in appropriate mm-hmm. ways. We need to listen to each other. And, but we also need to listen to each other because sometimes we come into those conversations with the perspective of like, okay, you're wrong and I'm right. Mm. And, and I don't think that's ever helpful. I think we need to go into conversations with a posture of listening and saying, Hey, let's make this better. Let's do it together because, um, the, the identity and an understanding of this kingdom of heaven depends on it. And that's a big deal. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Paul, thanks for, uh, thanks for taking us through this journey. Um, yeah, excited to keep keep wrestling with this one. Uh, if you've got any questions as you've been listening along, please don't hesitate to reach out. We would love to talk to you more. We'll be back next week with more Postscript. Postscript.